0: Dean Legge, Dylan Weber, another edition of Riding Home. Georgia getting ready for Tennessee, the annual, well, the biannual trip to Knoxville. Uh, Georgia will play there Saturday night, 7 o'clock. One thing struck me today that I was watching Jeremy Pruitt. He said, and I wrote about this, Dylan, uh, that this was as good as he's seen Georgia this early in the season. And, uh, you know, Jeremy was with Alabama as a quality control guy from 2007 to 2000 maybe 11 or so, and then he became a defensive backs coach. So he, he he dates back about 12 years. I think he's probably right. I think this is as good as they've looked early in a long time. Now, I know you only have so much history with Georgia, so you can't recall everything. But don't you think they look better than they did in 2017, four games into it?
1: I would definitely say twenty or um, 2017. I need to think about it a little more, just about those early games. Um, they, they had, definitely look better than they did early on in 2018. Um, they, and I would say think say that one better. more
0: time. I couldn't hear you. Say that one more time. I couldn't hear I, you on there.
1: They definitely look better right now early in the season than they did early in the season in 2018. I don't think many people would argue that. Um,
0: well, I thought they looked really good the first three games of 2018, and then they went to Missouri, and it just didn't look good.
1: Well, and that, Yeah, I mean, that's, that's part of the early season. I, yeah. That Missouri game was was rough
0: for them. It did, um, offensively, they played terrible. They just didn't look good.
1: No, I think. I mean, remember that they won by that game by fourteen. That's and right. Had two non-offensive touchdowns.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: I mean, and you know that's that's a part of the game, but um, you know when you're relying on those against a team like Missouri, it's that's rough. They and played, the way they got ran on.
0: Yeah, that's when he knew they had some issues. They're not getting run on like that right now, and that might be what Jeremy's kind of point is. I think if you want to make the case for the 2012 team, offensively, I think they probably played better in 2012 than they did, than they have this year. They scored a pile of points this year, but you know that game at Missouri in 2012, that was a real gut check moment. I think they were, I know they were losing in the third quarter, I don't think they were losing in the fourth, but it was tight. And uh, it was a game they, you know, I I knew they were the better team the whole time, but they certainly had a hard time in that game. I mean, Missouri uh, had come to play, and Aaron and them got behind. I feel like they had to score a two-point conversion. Yeah, late. So Aaron scored it through an 11-yard touchdown to Marlon Brown to take the lead once and for all with 51 seconds left in the third quarter in that game, uh, got a two-point conversion, and then Georgia outscored Missouri from that point forward. They scored, quick math here, uh, th- how many points is that? Uh, a lot. They scored 17 points in a row, at, well, plus that one, so that would be 24 points in a row on Missouri to to, to win that game 41-20, to 20. and you could tell they were a good team. This team has allowed one rushing touchdown, right? No, is, is, that, been is that right? What was the one? I'm, I'm trying not, to think. I'm not sure now that I think about it. I mean, they allowed the touchdown. Have they allowed
1: a rushing touchdown?
0: Uh, they might not have. I think... Well, now you see you're going to make me look it up. But but the point, I think, is, as I look that up, that, you know, for, for the Dogs, they... Um, they, I don't think they have a lot of rushing touchdowns, man. It would have to have so been to, to Murray State if they did because Notre Dame scored a touchdown passing in the first quarter. Um, I'm trying to think of how they scored that other one. And Murray State scored on a long uh, touchdown pass. And
1: a and pick six.
0: Correct. So the Georgia defense has allowed – no rushing touchdowns this season, two passing touchdowns. My math could be a little bit off on that. Notre Dame scored twice. How was the I can't recall the two times that Notre Dame scored exactly. Um but I know one was at that goofball fourth quarter a fourth down pass uh, yeah. from Ian Book, which was a, a bizarre play. Uh they scored on a one yard pass And a four-yard pass. So those are the scores that Georgia's given up. And they gave up that long ball from uh, uh, Murray State where a kid broke free. But they're not even allowing 60 yards a game on the ground. I mean, when you look at what Alabama traditionally does, that's what you're looking at. You're watching Alabama play. That's the way that Alabama has typically played. It's been just brutal for the opposition. And I think that's the thing for Georgia. I don't – I mean, the 2012 defense took a long time to get rolling, but they finally did um, late in the year. With the 2019 defense, these guys are about as good as we've seen. And th- maybe that's what – I mean, I'm not expecting Tennessee to score a touchdown on Saturday. Is that naive? Um,
1: I don't know. I mean, last time, they didn't even get a point up last time. So I wouldn't say it's naive. Um, I don't know. It, it's hard for me to imagine any situation in which Tennessee like, scores a touchdown. Just, well, just we, the, the difference of skill.
0: Maybe we're being ridiculous. I mean, Tennessee has scored uh, in, in three of their games, excuse me, two of their four games, well, they've, they've scored 30 more points or more. Um, and then obviously against Florida, they, didn't, they just kicked a field goal
1: okay well what's what's more of a um I, I think know, the
0: over under for for Tennessee in this game scoring wise is probably like ten or eleven points,
1: yeah, okay, so if you're saying that it's kind of maybe we're being a little harsh on it I think we're being a, a crazier,
0: little nuts sure
1: what's a, okay well what's what's a little crazier saying that Tennessee won't score a touchdown or Kirby calling Tennessee a dangerous team
0: Uh I think him calling them a dangerous team is completely uncalled for. I mean, that's just not living in reality at all. And he knows it. He's just trying I mean, so to get his team's attention.
1: He didn't follow it up and said every team in college football yeah. is dangerous.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, okay. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's about all you can say. It's just like, okay.
0: I mean, I don't, you know, because coaches get so sensitive about stuff. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't really have a statement about that. It, it's... It's just, I don't know, Dylan. I don't know. I don't know. I I saw that. I was like, you know, come on, man. You know, the truth, Kirby tells the truth after games a lot. I
1: I agree, yeah.
0: He doesn't really sugarcoat it after the game so much. I mean, like, after... Murray State or Arkansas State he said hey you know with the level of foe that we were paying I think he said the same thing I think he may have said the same thing about Vanderbilt but he definitely said that about Murray and Arkansas State and yeah, he's right
1: yes yeah. I mean I like postgame Kirby quite a bit because, you know, like you said he's very truthful because I, hmm. I don't know he just doesn't he doesn't like talking about what's going to happen he doesn't, he doesn't want people talking about that just because he doesn't I don't know I don't know what it is, but yeah, he likes talking
0: about what has happened, or is okay with it at least. Well, I, I mean, I, I just you know, it's it is Tennessee, and that, that's that's one thing that's hard for folks, I think, to not. Um, how, how do you say this? If you live through the '90s, not taking Tennessee seriously, you know, you're doing so. At your own peril. I mean, that's that's not a smart decision. I wouldn't say. And uh, you yeah, know, I don't know. But
1: I guess taking not taking Tennessee seriously in this context, though, now is like okay, like is Georgia going to beat them by twenty eight points? And it's like, no, uh, no, no. Let's take Tennessee seriously. Georgia, Georgia will only beat them by like twenty.
0: Well, the line is twenty five. Uh, I mean, it moved up pretty aggressively from twenty two. To 25 quickly, and you know that's 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 not. I mean, this is the second largest spread I think in Tennessee history in Neyland. I would have to go back and look at every single line from you know 1990 or whatever on. But but Alabama last year was favored by more at Neyland. But this is the second largest line in essentially in Tennessee history in Knoxville that they are underdogs. I mean, this is. If they're going to spring an upset at home, first of all, can we just talk about how ridiculous it is that Tennessee is a 25-point dog to anyone at home?
1: At home.
0: I mean. Man, it's just sad. That, uh, like, that just I mean, can't a, imagine, happen, man.
1: Imagine at this point, you know, saying, okay, in 20 years, Georgia will be a 25-point underdog. In Sanford Stadium to Tennessee. Imagine saying, like, imagine that. That's
0: just. I mean, people would freak out, man. People, people at Georgia would freak out pretty hard on that deal. If, if, if that was the situation, you know, people would freak out pretty hard uh, on that one. I I I don't know how else to say it. (laughs) I mean, it's that's that's something that's just not acceptable um it just it just isn't you know you, no. you can't be that bad and 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 I I understand you know that um I understand that that you know these guys have worked together I mean Jeremy has worked for Kirby before and as a defensive as a, a defensive backs coach and Kirby being the defensive coordinator at Alabama but so they know one another. There's, there's got to be respect there. I mean, Jeremy, for all of his, um, rough edges, and there are plenty of rough edges. Uh, there are a lot of people that, that do like him in the coaching world, I think. Um, and you know, but there's a lot, man too. There's a lot of coaches who were at Georgia, um, that worked for Kirby who, who left and now work for Jeremy Pruitt. I mean, some of that's because, you know, Rocker was dismissed. Uh, Shearer moved up from sure linebackers to uh, to defensive coordinator. I mean, you got um, Jim Chaney, Chaney. Who, who, I mean, I don't think he was dismissed, but his contract was up, and that was it for that. Um, you know, you're looking at this spread, by the way, and and Las Vegas thinks, essentially, that this game will be 38-14. to 14. That's what they think it will be about. The line is fifty-two. Georgia's a twenty-five point favorite, so your predictive score is somewhere around thirty-eight and a half to fourteen and a half, something like that.
1: I just, I, I think, I think Tennessee would have, or I, I think Georgia would have a harder time getting to that. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it'd be lower scoring, honestly. Oh, I don't. I, don't, I, I think Tennessee. You, you, I think Tennessee's going to struggle getting the 14. Two touchdowns, at least?
0: Yeah, it's, it's two touchdowns. I mean, listen, I mean, Tennessee, th- they've scored some. I mean, when you look at you know scoring 30 points against Georgia State, that's they've only played one legitimate team, and that's Florida. I mean, you want to call BYU a legitimate team? I mean, I will I'll, I'll give you that BYU is So let's just say they've played two legitimate teams. They were favored in three of those games. They're one in three. And, and you know, the, 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 tennis, the UTC game, they really ran up the score and performed offensively. Uh, but, you know, they've struggled to get past the magic. It used to be the magic number in college football was 20. But the SEC has changed. Now it seems much more like it's 30. And they've only scored over 30 once this season. And that was against UTC. I mean, they scored 30 against Georgia State, 26 against BYU in an overtime game. And um, you know, forty-five against UTC, which is a one-double-A school, and then you know they managed a field goal against the Gators. I mean, they 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 were just they were a lot of my you know a lot of my feeling about Notre Dame was based on their game with Clemson last year. A lot of my feeling on t- Tennessee is watching them play Florida last year and or this past couple of weeks ago. They just couldn't do anything, Dylan. It it was it was bad. Well,
1: it it depends if. How Cheney comes out and tries to attack Georgia here. I mean, if he tries to run the ball on Georgia, I mean shit's gonna go south for them really yeah. quick. Yeah, um, I think you got you got to take the Notre Dame and the um, the Arkansas State model and and just get quick passes out. I mean that was that was that was really effective for especially Notre Dame. Yeah, um, Georgia had a hard time stopping that, but the, Notre Dame couldn't really run the
0: ball no, on they Georgia. The, no, they couldn't. But, and you know, but the the other the usher, I mean. The, Part of the problem here for the balls is, you know, you don't necessarily know um, who the quarterback really will be. I mean, it looks like it's going to be Garantano, but there's no guarantee of that. Uh, the other kid has come in and played a fair amount, too. But, like, looking at what they did with the Gators, I mean, they only they only had 88 yards rushing, man. They had 88 yards against, rushing. That was against Florida,
1: who has, you know, a, a, a decent run, a run D. I mean, not on the same level as
0: Georgia. No, it's not on the same level as Georgia, and that game was in you know Gainesville and all this stuff. And you know, you, you, you I don't, you know, you don't want to overreact to any one thing. But you know, Georgia's allowing 57 yards a game uh, on the ground. Florida's allowing uh, 86. So you know that's that's noticeably better, actually than Florida, but it's but it's in the same universe. I mean, Tennessee's not going to run up uh, against anybody else uh, unless they play Auburn, who they do not play. They do not play LSU. Um, they do not play Clemson. They do not play Ole Miss. And they do not play A&M. Those are all legit programs in the top 50. I mean, Alabama is number 49. They're, allow- they're allowing 134 yards on the ground, man. It's just, that's just not working. It's that's not going to work. So this is a multi-year thing for Jeremy. And I, 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 I mean, I don't know. They are going to have to figure out how to win some ball games here. And if they can stun Georgia on Saturday, that would go a, a long way for him, but there just is nothing. I mean, dude, they're, they're one and three. They got the dogs. And there's I think they have one more off week, but they've got the dogs, then they got Mississippi, State, you know, at home. Now that's kind of a must win, but they're gonna be underdogs in that game. And they play at Alabama, yeah. they play at Alabama, they got South Carolina at home, a game that they could win. They could they're, win, though. They're probably gonna they're probably gonna be underdogs. UAB, which, you know, if you've lost to Georgia State, there's no certainty you beat UAB. They gotta play at Kentucky, at Missouri, and close with Vanderbilt. Now You could see a scenario, having watched Kentucky play, Kentucky is not good on offense. Um, (laughs) They were pretty rough. But you could see a scenario where, um, you know, the last four games are really critical for, um, not just to get to a bowl game for Jeremy, but, but maybe for how long this lasts at Tennessee. I mean, don't underestimate how bad a loss to Georgia State is for – Oh, know.
1: yeah, no. I don't want to say they got killed, but, I mean, they, they lost pretty handily. It was bad. It wasn't, it wasn't a game at the end. And
0: that's why I just don't think they can match up with Georgia. All right, thanks for listening to Riding Home, Dean Luggy and Dylan Weber. We will catch up with you all tomorrow. Go to the Dog Post website, DAWGPOST, and subscribe on YouTube right now.